Hi, this is Pat. Thanks for finding our podcast once again. Now, I know we have somehow found some listeners that have never heard Lisa and me back in our radio days. But for folks who do remember our very first radio ventures in Seattle, morning shows, like on King 1090 Radio, which doesn't even exist anymore. It's probably my fault. And then on Cairo FM, a talk radio station that was known as The Buzz. Well, we had a third member of our morning show crew, Dustin Hornby. Yep, Dustin Hornby, an actual name that was better than any I could have made up. Shortly after Lisa and I recorded the podcast you're about to hear, we learned of the passing of Dustin Hornby. This news is incomprehensible to me. It's devastating. And, I, and on our next podcast, following this one, we will honor this remarkable human. If you remember him, we would love to hear from you. You can leave a message. Don't make it too long, maybe 30 seconds, like the Hornby workout. And if you don't know what that means, we'll explain it next time. Meanwhile, here's this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to get through these passings quickly, Lisa, so we can get on to the important business that we always discuss on this show. Uh, right. First of all, farewell to Amp Fiddler, a 65 years old keyboardist and singer. And to Esra Mohawk. Another singer-songwriter passed on at the age of 75. And then a woman who was the founding, one of the founding members of the Dixie Chicks uh, checked out, Laura Lynch, 65 years old, uh, wow. was, in a, was in a car accident and was killed. That's wow. Awful. That's awful. Again, sounds good, forget, I'm not sure. And I also wanted to mention a man who passed away. I believe he was from Australia, 94 years old. His name was Gaston Glock. And he invented the gun that bears his name. The Glock. Lovely. I do not mention... Uh, two other passings of other people who had guns that bear their names, Larry Pop and Marvin Potato. Uh, maybe that we'll talk about them at another time. But this one, yeah. uh, th- this passing really bummed me out. Oh, I and- know what you're going to say. I know. I know. Me too. Go. Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. When up on the rooftop, I heard such a clatter, I sprang to the window and threw up. 
Tom Smothers, 86 years old. Yes. Um, uh, I just uh, look back at a bunch of Smothers Brothers stuff from The Tonight Show and elsewhere uh, yesterday. Gosh, he was appealing. They, they're just, they were a great act. If you think about the Smothers Brothers, they broke in about the time that folk music was a big deal. Right. Uh, Kingston so Trio. This was in the 60s. Yeah, Brothers Four, people like that. Hang down your head, Tom, to Hang down your head and cry. But these guys came on and they performed, and, and they weren't bad musicians. I don't think this act works if you're lousy, but. They were fun. They they sounded harmoni- uh, harmonious together and all of that. But, of course, it was uh, that they went off in all kinds of directions. Tom Smothers playing the kind of befuddled, confused, not very bright brother. Uh, <laughs> w- uh, the, the brother of his, Dick, uh, was the sidekick. But Tom actually was arguably the smart one. He was the really creative one. And he drove... <laughs> Uh, the group, the, their their sensibility about things. And when they got that show back in 1967, the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour. Such uh, a great show. I God, that was such a good show. Oh, it was great. And I think a lot of people thought, oh, these guys are cute. They're charming. They... They're harmless. I'm sure that's what CBS thought when they put <laughs> yeah, them on the air. Exactly. And instead, they do all kinds of devastating parodies about the Vietnam War, fundamentalist religion. Um, Politics in general. Race, drugs, mm-hmm. I mean, you name it. And it, it obviously ruffled feathers at CBS. How they kept on the air for three years i don't know our, our government is asking us as citizens good yeah. citizens to refrain from traveling to foreign lands okay all you guys in vietnam come on home <laughs> well they finally canceled them because yeah, they're they like did. they yeah. canceled them and they Unbelievable. uh they replaced them with hee-haw uh, uh, of all, of all i didn't know that are you yeah. kidding <laughs> They, they, but they also, um, it was a great springboard for a number of other people. Steve Martin. All right, first of all, I juggle one. <laughs> now two. Oh. You're not laughing now. David Steinberg uh, wow. would come on and he would deliver these uh, very clever, phony, sort of preaching sermons that he would do. <laughs> Today's sermon deals with the exciting personality of Moses, who had a wonderful rapport with God, whom I'm sure you'll all remember from last week's sermon. I love that. And uh, Bob Einstein was a writer on the show and sometimes performer. Liberace. You know how fast you were playing? Bob Einstein uh, maybe became most famous as Super Dave. Well, let's get right to it. What are you going to do tonight? Well, tonight I'm going to show my concentration and above all my supreme body control, Mike. Oh, that's him. Okay. And the brother of Albert Brooks, by the way, Bob oh, Einstein. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, Did that's you know right. that Al- 
Albert Brooks's real name was Albert Einstein. And I did not know that. His parents named him that, and he said, and it was not easy for him at school. Hey, guys, look who's coming. Albert Einstein. Hey, big God. man. Yeah, so he finally what said, I'm not. What parents would do that? I don't know. Well, uh, they were honoring a, a great genius and uh, proud. Yeah, but is, that's just kind of setting your kid up for failure, I'm don't sure you they, think? I'm sure they didn't rub their hands together and say, yeah, let's do this so we can really, really get him in trouble. No, I don't think that. I don't think that at all. It's just they didn't think it through is what I'm saying. It's like, Or maybe seriously? they did. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Uh, Mason Williams, who had uh, was a musician, uh, and it, this was a huge hit, Classical Gas. Yeah. But he was a writer on the show as well. Very good one. I think Mason Williams was even the head writer of the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour. And they had a lot of musical guests like The Who and Jefferson Airplane. I think Rob Reiner was a part of the staff. But wow. uh, and, uh, and then they would bring on somebody that nobody had ever seen before, Pat Paulson, who oh, yeah. uh, then mounted a, a pre supposed presidential <laughs> campaign. Uh, I just loved him. I'd forgotten his name. Yeah, that's such a throwback. My God. No matter how often it happens, I still get a wonderful feeling whenever I'm greeted by throngs of worshippers. <laughs> Nothing like a good thronging to make me forget the slings and arrows of my opponents. The other candidates charge that when I speak, I often embarrass myself. Well, at least I don't embarrass the whole country. <laughs> I got to... Uh, I. When I got out of college, I thought, I think I could be a stand-up comedian. I was horrible. <laughs> but I got a few gigs, and one of them was to, I got to open for Pat Paulson. So like a nerd that I am, I'm backstage with Pat Paulson, and I said to him, do you, do you ever get nervous before a performance, Mr. Paulson? And, and he goes, oh, no, I, I never, uh, it doesn't happen. I'm as cool as a cucumber. I never have nerves or anything like that. And then he walks over to a trash can and pretends to throw <laughs> up into it. <laughs> That's great. So I thought later, he just gave a little performance just for me. <laughs> Nobody else was there, just he and I. Uh, so he was wonderful. And I remember one other thing about his real act. Of course, he did the usual political rhapsodizing and satirizing and parodies but he also he, he he played a little bit of guitar for me. and i remember this he brought out a guitar and he goes i'd like to do this wonderful show tune for you now it's called try to remember and then he he launches into the song try to remember the um oh shoot what comes after that <laughs> never mind but this show that the Smothers Brothers, of course, will be most famous for, Tom just fought the network sponsors all the time and the CBS censored censors. Mm. They did a sketch about the CBS censors, and the CBS censors censored it, ironically enough. And like you said, they finally had enough, and the CBS canceled the show. They, the show also had and, people And like, replaced it with the ever-so-wholesome hee-haw. <laughs> which went on for years and years. Maybe it's, it's still on for all I know. Very wholesome. But they would put people like Pete Seeger on there, and he sang a song called Waist Deep 
in the Big Muddy. We were knee-deep in the Big Muddy, the big fools had to push on. And it was uh, pretty obviously well, allegorical said, about the Vietnam War sure and how we're stuck in this quagmire. Mm. Well, CBS pulled that bit, but then they wound up running it a year later, of all things. deep in the Big Muddy, the big fools had to push on. And uh, for his part, Tom was convinced that Nixon, President Nixon, is the guy that actually pressured CBS to get the show off the air. But who knows? Quite a career, quite an act. And uh, I got to uh, interview them on the radio one time. That was fun. And then I got to introduce the Smothers Brothers at the Paramount Theater in Seattle years ago. Oh. And come out. I thought I wrote a kind of a funny introduction and, and then out they come and I could see that Tom looked a little bit annoyed oh, when he came no. out. So I find out later that their manager or stage manager or whoever it was, was supposed to give me a explicit uh, intro that they wanted to use and he forgot to do it. So, oh. so he just really was not happy with the manager when he got, when the act was over. Uh, but because they wanted to have a certain kind of intro that would set up a bit they were going to do right at the beginning. As a result, they had to drop the bit. They weren't happy with me until they found out it wasn't my fault. Uh, but uh, other than that, they were very gracious folks. And I went to see them in Las Vegas about 10 years ago. And by then, Tom had added something to their act where he billed himself as the yo-yo man. Oh, yeah. And he was Tom so good. He's very good with a yo-yo of all things. Now to get in the groove, get in the groove, yo-yo man. Get in the groove. Do some, there he's gone. See, when you're in a state of yo, you're just so groovy, you don't even touch the ground. But the only thing that kind of I noted at, at the, before they began their performance at this Las Vegas theater, we go in there, my wife and I, and, there's, and Tom and Dick are sitting out in the lobby as people are coming in. And they're signing photos and taking pictures and, and all of this you have to pay for. And I just thought, yeah, that seems kind of untoward for these mm. veteran performers to be out there hawking their wares at the beginning mm. of their show. But the other thing I noticed about that show is that they took two intermissions, which is unusual. But I noticed that at every intermission, several people got up. And this audience, I would place at least 70 years old and older. And it'd be mostly men. During the intermissions, they'd get up. And I realized they built those intermissions in because they know their audience. And these guys need to pee. And both of them are now gone? Tom and Dick? Uh, no, Dick's still around. Dick is actually oh, okay. about two years younger than, uh, okay. than Tom. Yeah, it's and uh, so obviously they won't be touring anymore. <clears throat> so that's that. That's all I got. All and right. then I have a bunch of other random things to mention to you, but here so we go. I wanna, One more time. I want to ask you first of all: Are you sitting down? Yeah. Let me look. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Okay. Either that, or I'm really short. So I went on Facebook today. Yeah. Hold on a second. I'm going to make sure I have this right. Let me just double check. So Facebook, if people want to follow us on Facebook, you can follow us on Facebook. And I went on Facebook to... Follow yourself. No, no. I went on to Facebook to post our latest episode. And I never had really paid much attention to this, um, but 
Do you know how many followers we have? Would you like to take a guess at how many people follow us on Facebook? Just counting policemen? I will follow you. Follow you wherever you may go. Well, I would rather you didn't say that number, and I don't know what it is. Really? But it, it, it'll either sound really good or really mediocre. <laughs> but, I want, but I mean, if you were going to say, you know we have... 70 million followers. Now, if you said something like that. I think that would be mediocre. Th- no, that wouldn't be mediocre. <laughs> but that's that was what I would hope for. So it's whatever you say lesser Wait a minute. than that Wait is going to disappoint. So you you say yeah. that you won't be, you won't feel good about us <laughs> right. or the podcast unless yeah. we have 70 million followers. Yes. And Even I Taylor assume- Swift, Taylor Swift doesn't even have 70 million Actually, I know. Like. I don't know. I just, I don't. I just think I missed the boat. I'm not lumping you in with me, but I think I the boat has been like missed, and it's just off there on the horizon. <laughs> it's about to drop out of sight, and I'm not on it. But here, here's the thing: is that we we love the fact that we at least have some listeners. You're looking at oh, this I, all wrong. Oh, I love our, don't get me you're, wrong. You're looking at this all wrong. You're looking now, you, she's made you look at the glasses half empty. Okay, here's that, what I think you're saying, and I don't want okay. to put words into your mouth. Yeah, no, go ahead. I think you're saying that our listenership may not be deep, but it is wide. And we don't <laughs> want, we, we don't want the mouth breathers. We want the Good, intelligent, funny, thoughtful, yep. sweet, mm-hmm. informed listeners. Educated, yeah. rich. We want. But, but not we, picky. Exactly. <laughs> Gracious and, uh, yeah, so and you, good looking. We only want the good looking ones. We got really lucky there. I, I have seen lots of pictures of our listeners. Incredibly attractive people. I know. I, I, what I are know. the odds that we would get that many attractive people? I know. I, see? It's unbelievable. Yeah. So there you go. Now you're starting to see what I'm pointing out. Yeah. Well, I needed this pep talk. Not that there's anything wrong with breathing through your mouth, ladies and gentlemen. Look, or nothing wrong with you being ugly. So um, None of our listeners are, but if they, even if they were, we'd take them in. You'd have to answer a few questions. If you're ugly, I'm ugly too. In your eyes, the sky's a different blue. If you could see yourself like others do, you'd wish you were as beautiful as you. Well, here's the thing. That's a few is tests, Once you but... start, our podcast has um, been... Um, uh, found to actually improve people's looks, their health, their uh, their their financial uh, status, and their um, their critical thinking. So mm-hmm. just <laughs> by listening to the podcast, you that all that sort of kind of happens. Yeah. You, you, so you you're... can come on in if you're stupid and ugly, but you're not going to leave that way. Oh, that's that should so be our... perfectly put. Exactly. <laughs> Man, I'm feeling a lot better about this now. I'm sorry I got off on that tangent, but speaking that's right. of uh, speaking of podcasts, I listen to a number of podcasts that are my absolute favorite. I tend to favor uh, things about history, yes. a little bit of politics, yes, and I like a few funny ones like uh, Fly on the Wall, Dana Carvey, and. Uh, David oh. Spade do one the interview. 
uh, it's mostly former Saturday Night Live people, so it's fun to hear their stories. But one, but I listened to them the other day, and there was a sponsorship, and it wasn't their podcast; it was a different one. But that's the other difference: is that these podcasts I'm talking about have sponsors. We what? do not clutter up this podcast with, <laughs> um, you know, mercenary stuff. We we yeah. just we we like being impoverished. Well, and uh, it is an it is a selfless podcast the likes of which there is no parallel right. nobody else nobody else is doing that we're turning down huge yeah, yeah. huge um offers yeah I, i'm not gonna start sounds like i'm bragging now if i say that but yeah. my god there we've had some big money thrown at us and we always yep. turn it away yeah because you can't buy us it. you can't buy us off Okay. It feels dirty. It just yeah. feels dirty. Yeah, to I wanted to accept. take a shower after if I did a podcast like that. I know. So, so I, I want to take a shower anyway, but even more <laughs> after if Jeez. somebody was so yeah. I'm so gonna go what, take a shower after this one. Um one of the so, perennial sponsors on these podcasts, though, among others, is there as you may know, and I and I'm not disparaging uh therapy and uh, psychiatry and psychology but betterhelp.com i don't know what it's called but you it's you know you basically you don't have to meet anybody you can do it online and talk to a real therapist Mm -hmm. and and i think that's a great idea but this is what they this is their current offer as we (laughs) are heading into the new year they their thing was that you if why don't you give this why don't you give the gift of therapy to someone you love I or a friend that. or a friend, uh, give them. So can you imagine that. presenting that to somebody? I know. Hey, Larry, I got something for you for Christmas. Look what I got you. Look what I got you. Cause you know, you're nuts, right? And you need help. So I got you this gift of therapy. What do you say? Larry, where are you going? I thought we were I... friends. Yeah, that is a really you, somebody was not thinking when they wrote that. That well, is not it feels insulting, give, it's presumptuous. The, exactly. Yeah. You give the gift of therapy to yourself. And by yeah, the way, not to somebody I came, else. I came across something that I thought was funny. It says people in therapy are often in therapy to deal with the people in their lives who won't go to therapy. (laughs) That's probably very true. It's very true. Why would I spend the rest of my days unhappy? Why would I spend the rest of this year alone? When I can go therapy, when I can go therapy, when I can go all right right. do you want to know how many followers we have on facebook or no you want to just leave it i'd rather well a part of me wants to live in blissful expectation that it's the number's so gigantic that my head would reel now (laughs) and then i'd think my head would get really big too yeah, I'd start strutting. I around. looked at it and I actually thought it was big, but maybe you're you're I think looking at it by a completely different set of standards. Well, the only the only measure I have is on those occasions when, uh, like, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about this commercial I made years ago. 
Yes. Uh, where we they brought us into a booth, and I won't go through the whole story again, but the upshot is that they wanted to do this commercial where I, I and two other guys were playing the part of Santa's elves. And so right. to, to pitch our voices up, they a guy, a wonderful engineer named Vince Werner, yep. who's probably the best sound engineer that Seattle ever produced. Yeah. He's right. He'd be on the all-star team anyway. So he comes in, he goes out and buys a canister of helium on his own dime <laughs> and has it waiting for us when we start this session. And so we're all sucking helium and then delivering our lines, sucking some more helium. And as I told the story, I uh, I got so dizzy from the helium, I, I went unconscious for a little while. We had to oh stop God. the session briefly. And I think as I was telling the story two weeks ago or whenever it was, I got a little uh, I, I, unintentionally derogatory about the session itself. I said it was really a stupid idea or it was a dumb. Yep. I, I don't yeah. remember what I said. You said but, I'll tell you, you said it was the worst idea ever. The guy must have lost his mind. I don't he think no, I said that. He's, he has no brains. He's ugly. Oh, wait a minute. And, yeah, no, you said all of that. I think okay. I'm pretty well, sure. I might have yeah. said the ugly thing because yeah. <laughs> since we only attract beautiful people, I figured, well, no ugly person's going to hear this. Well, they did. In fact, it was Vince Warner, who's startlingly handsome, by the way. He really is. He's got beautifully chiseled features. He looks yes. like a movie star. I always thought, what are you doing in... But he loves what he does. What do you do it in sound? You need to be on screen. Yeah, we want to look at you. Yeah, we do want so to look So he at heard you. it and he commented on it. It reminded me of the other performers. One was Scott Burns and the other was a guy named Ken Boynton. Yes. Which I had forgotten. I Scott. forgot who the who wrote the commercial. A great commercial writer named Ken Bennett wrote it. I'd forgotten that. I forgot everything. You I'm certainly kinda, did. I'm you sounding just... off about this thing that I <laughs> You know, you vaguely, it, only story. vaguely remember. I thought you... I sometimes I will do stuff on this podcast. I know it's hard to believe, but I'll say stuff that uh, is probably a little loose lipped uh-huh. because of that very thing, Lisa. I don't think anybody will hear this. <laughs> And turns out they all heard it, well, and yeah. they all commented on our Facebook post about I it. I know I got killed and deserved. You did. Stuff. You got yeah. killed. I, t- in fact, I texted you and I go, "You need to step up here, buddy, because they're all talking about you on our Facebook post." I know, so I, know. I really, but but it was a two edged sword, of course, because that told me, "Hey, somebody actually listens to this." I'm always surprised when I encounter somebody that listens to it. Yeah. Aren't you a little bit? I mean, we don't advertise it. We don't have sponsors. I mean, we, we're just there among so many other competitors. Somehow, yeah, we get a little sliver of that pie, and that always amazes me. I think that it's people that tuned into the show a long time ago that – because we kind of – we kind of don't really do it all that differently from then because we don't prepare. We never did prepare for radio. Well, I wouldn't say that. I'd say, I think you're speaking for yourself there. Well, I. I mean, look at I've got notes, notes after notes. <laughs> you would walk in. Here, here. You I'm would just walk pull in ran- randomly. I'm going to pull up a page here. <laughs> Bread, you... butter. Oh, and that's not it. Well, anyway, I, I prepare walk... quite a bit. 
you would walk in like 20 seconds before go time at 5 a.m. and Not routinely, go. but occasionally I would be late. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, I was coming from 35, 40 miles away, so if I mistimed things or I overslept, I, I do remember some occasions, and, and for somebody who didn't ever hear our prior actual terrestrial radio show, mm -hmm. uh, it was a morning show, and, and it varied, but but for a while, we were coming on at 5 in the morning. 5 a.m. Oh. It, it is brutal, because you can't sort of ease into your day. You got to hit that mic. Good morning. Blah, blah, blah. You got it. You got yeah. You got to hit the mic with the same energy. Uh, that you're going to end the show. It. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's I, what I'm saying. I would yeah. often, I would get up and take a shower and I'd just be sleepwalking. Get in my car, drive down. And, sleep, and sleep just, drive. Before, just before the, the show began, I realized I hadn't spoken a one word aloud since I got up. And you got to test your voice before you come on the air. So <laughs> it, it would often be, oh, good morning, everybody. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. Good, good morning. Good good morning. So I finally learned not test your voice before you go on. Yeah. But uh, I do remember more than once that I was driving in very late and I heard the beginning of the radio show that I wasn't on. You were there saying, well, Pat should be here any old time now, we think. And you'd have to cover for me. One time Which I you did even, not do well. One time you called me in my car. So I started the show on the phone. Right. Yep. Uh, I'm not pleased about that, but that's uh, all right. That was, that it, was, it, it didn't happen way. all the time, but it happened too much. I do. All right. Let me that. ask you this. Would you be satisfied if there were more than a hundred followers on our Facebook podcast page? Um, well, yeah. Would you be satisfied if there were more than 200? Now you're starting to get into the realm of <laughs> fabulism here. Uh, Pat, would yeah. you be happy if we had 500 followers what? on our Facebook page? 500? See, I don't think you should be talking specific numbers because that doesn't sound big in the realm of podcasting. And so people out there listening now think, well, they've only got five or 600 people listening. I'm not done. I guess I'm, count me out. I'm not done. I'm going to go listen to that other podcast uh, where a woman has got her hair changed and is making muffins. <laughs> that, one's, that one sounds great. Well, we can do that. I mean, do you want to do that? Well, maybe we should. Maybe we should not just strut out there like we think we're the cock of the walk, like we know everything. Let's, we let's, don't let's borrow strut. some other ideas. I don't know that we've ever strutted anything. Well, I guess I'm thinking to myself. You are. You're quite the strutter. Well, I just, I just think it's kind of lame. Some of the stuff I do, like I go to a store, no, you know, nobody knows me, and I'm striking up conversation. Hey, do you guys know that I do a podcast? You don't. Yeah. Hey, don't excuse me. Yes, S sir. Yes. Did you, Did you know that I do a podcast? Oh, go kiss my ass. Get out of here. Yeah. He must. Guess he must not listen. You don't do that. No, what don't. about 800? Okay, now, now this is getting silly. Now, do you think these are 800 separate people or is it like <laughs> one guy <laughs> checking in 800 times? <laughs> I mean, it no, could I be, to... right? <laughs> no, these are actual people 
Facebook people that are that are following our peculiar podcast with Pat Cashman okay, and Lisa Foster uh, Facebook page. I'm just thinking of all the people who are switching this off right now because they no, haven't talked about anything except their stupid selves. Me. Okay, listen let's to me. just get to it. What here. what does a case what does a K mean after a number? Strike out. No, a K, the letter mm. K. I think a K means a a million. <laughs> okay, then yeah, and I went to we, public school, so I'm not sure, but I think I, so there you go. So we have 1.3K followers, Wow, which Could is 1.3 million, if K really does, does mean million. I think it does. Yeah. Let's just it say does. it does. Yeah. Okay. Woo, boy, does that make me feel good. And, uh, yeah. It's one thing to do a podcast, you know, like anybody else, but the fact that ours is saving lives <laughs> and making those dull, wretched, prosaic lives better. I know. Is just, uh, it's heady. And it, it's, a, it's yeah. a huge responsibility. I'm aware of that. Yep, yep. No, all kidding aside, that's yep. very edifying and very nice to know. And we better give them something before we wrap it up here because we're, we're already two-thirds of the way through this thing. Hey, uh, I was riding in a car the other day, and I, I know you've got some other things. I just have one other thing to talk to you about, you and that's it? all it is, is Webster's Word of the Year I want to run by you. Oh. But go ahead. Okay. Uh, You're riding in a car, minding a your own business. I rode in a car the other day, and we were in the car together about 20 minutes. Who? And I thought I was going to- Who gonna... was we? Well, that's, you don't know who it is, but- Oh, oh, you were riding in a car with somebody who was driving. Who was driving. And I was a passenger. Grief. I have to always clarify what the hell you're talking about. Okay. So you're not driving. You're in a car as a passenger. Yes. And I don't know the person who's driving. No, you don't. But you know Male this type female. of person. Okay. Tell me. Because for the entire 20-minute trip. <laughs> tell me. They had to read every road sign <laughs> along the way. Like ah. what? Oh, yeah. Oh. Like, oh, there's some caves that way, huh? Oh, 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 yeah, 25 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was going 26. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so that, I thought that used to be a stop sign. Now it's a yield sign. Oh, look at that. Man. It just didn't matter. Any road sign on the way, they had to enunciate it and tell me about it. Like, I don't have eyeballs of my own. Oh, my God. And who cares? And then they, not even that, but billboards, too. Hold, oh, look at that. On. Les Schwab's having a sale. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think that's kind of charming to have a, a driver, narrate, driver narrator. Think about it. You could have just like closed your eyes and just then you would know what's happening without having to strain your eyeballs. Hmm. Well, I never thought of it that way. And I doubt you would either. No, you're really right. That would, how long was the drive? By I, it seemed like it was a couple of days, but I think it was 20 <laughs> minutes. Something like that. So. I got nowhere to go with that. I just thought I'd mention it. If, and then here's the other thing that happened to me the other day. I go over to visit an old friend and um, just a lovely woman. And her son is there. Her adult son is there as well. I want to come in. I brought a Christmas gift. And we sit, sit down in her house and we're sitting down. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this. Sometimes it just happens. Uh, I had to carry that entire conversation. And I, there, a certain measure of panic starts to set in when you realize, oh, crap, I forgot. 
I can't remember. I, I don't have anything left to say. I've said everything. No. Maybe I, I guess I'm going to have to start making some stuff up. <laughs> I'll, I'll make a story up that's not true just to keep things going. And when I'm not saying anything, it's just silent as a tomb in this room. Oh, God, I hate those situations. And I I really love these people, but they they offered nothing. I'm thinking maybe they hold me in utter contempt. Yeah. But but I don't think so. Maybe they're thinking if we don't say anything, he'll just go. Well, it worked. Yeah, I think. (laughs) Okay, there you go. Well, yeah, but I. I, I did. I gave it a good hard half hour, and I was kind of mentally exhausted by the time I left. Yeah, I I, I, I want to have I a conversation. I don't want to have a monologue, and that's what it exactly. was. Exactly. Oh, yeah. God, it was painful. I've had situations where um, I've gone on a coffee first coffee date with somebody I was meeting, and my God, the 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 art of conversation is lost on so many people. Do you think it's do you think it's worse than it used to be? Uh, I don't know. I think it's hard to been... compare when you because when you're a kid you see things from a different angle anyway. Uh, but I would I think you could make the case that I've... the art of conversation is being lost, and part of it I think is that every like when you get on the internet and you're on one of those Instagram or whatever it is, YouTube, everything has to be short now. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Say it quick, say it. And, and so that to me truncates having long leisurely discussions or Mm -hmm. telling long stories Mm -hmm. because people start looking at their watch because our attention spans are down to zero now. Could be. Yeah, I Could think be. that's why so many people stopped listening to this podcast about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> They're going to say mean, that's 20 one years of the reasons. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think too that, you know, just I've sat through a lot of very boring conversations and I'm probably boring to some people too. I mean, I'm not saying I'm, you know, extremely entertaining by any, but I'm sorry, I, what there's were you a saying? given, <laughs> you see, there's a I given just, take in conversation. Night <clears throat> Listen yeah. to me. There's a very good, there's a very, there's a give and take in, in good conversations. And like mm-hmm. you said, you don't want to do a monologue. You want to have somebody go. And here's the other thing that bugs me is when you do tell somebody a story and then they don't even acknowledge it and they start one of their own. That reminds me about me and something I did. And then, yeah, and then well, the I think that's, thing- <clears throat> that's kind of normal human behavior, I guess. Like if somebody said, yeah, I broke my leg. I just... Where oh, I broke my leg at one time. Yeah. And, and, and so yeah, but but that's part of a that is part of a conversation. You're having a conversation. You're and giving the other thing thinking. is put your phone down. How about people stop sitting when somebody has their phone out and I'm I, I'm extremely annoyed by that now, unless it's an emergency. I'm like, no, if we're having coffee, don't please. Well, I I totally agree, but I would also God, say so that ship rude. has that ship has done sailed. No, I disagree. You just go into a restaurant, look around. Everybody's on I their know. phone. I don't see that going away. Do you? I went in and got a pot, a, pe- a pod, a pot, a pedicure, a pedicure. I treated myself to a pedicure yesterday, and I went in, and this woman brought her two. I'm assuming teenage daughters. Mm-hmm. For a pedicure, they were all excited. They three of them lined up in the chairs, and all three of them. I looked over. I was listening to music and reading a magazine, and I looked over. All three of them 
on their phones, not even speaking to one another. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? What a great time to bond, but you are all getting pedicures and none of you are talking to one another. Yeah. Yeah. We it see, was so we, we sad. It yeah. It's uh, it, it's just a problem, but I, I don't think it's going away. I just, I it, think it is. I think people are going to, I think it's going to be a backlash where people are now getting, you know, called out on, put your phone away and people have boundaries now. Like don't know. Don't, I don't keep my phone on me. I don't keep my phone in my bedroom. My phone is very rarely on my person mm -hmm. because I don't, I'm not that attached to it. And I've, I'm hoping that people can learn to detach and be present. Just be present. Put your phone away. Be present. So let's okay. talk about the word of the year. And then uh, it's time to wrap already. I know, I know, I know. Now okay. we're recording this uh, at the end of this year. And so, but it doesn't really matter whether you hear this when we recorded it, which is, and I'll, I'll be specific, we're recording it in late December of mm -hmm. 1963. Yep. But we don't put these out in any particular order. So this right. is probably one of our older podcasts, but it doesn't right. matter. It doesn't if you, matter. If you're just joining us, you probably never heard this one anyway, or don't remember it. <laughs> All right. Word so of word of the year. So there were a couple. So Webster Diction, Webster's, is it Webster? Oh, Mary, it's Webster. Merriam Webster put out, puts out a I think it was thing Noah of, Webster was the guy's name. So deep fake was one of the words oh, yeah. of the year. Um, Fake news and, was probably a couple years ago, right? Yeah. And coronation was another one. Dystopian. Constipation. Um, yeah. Necrophilia. Um, yeah. But the but the word of the year is Riz R I Z Z. Yeah, it's actually shot to the top of people googling it to find out. It actually was added to the dictionary back in September, hmm. and this is it's slang for. I guess it came from the word charisma, so it's sort of slang oh, for man. means romantic appeal or. Like, um, it's, uh, typically used with the word up. It says here, like, I'm going to riz up that cutie. So I want, <laughs> I'm going to charm her, I like, guess is what. Yeah. Is. Like, a, a yeah. Somebody who's got riz is somebody who is um, charming and has charisma. So anyway, that is the, uh, Webster dictionary word of use it. In a sentence as much as possible. And then you'll never forget it. That's what they say. And then you'll never forget it. Exactly. Well, may I wish you a happy uh, New Year, uh, 1964. Uh, and yep. uh, And uh, I'll talk to you on the other side in our next podcast. Yeah, absolutely. But All right. first, yes. I have a joke for you, as you probably guessed. Okay. Here now, we go. can I ask you, don't just yes, don't here yes. we go yet. <clears throat> I, by the way, now, I don't mind it when you interrupt my jokes. I think uh, sometimes in the act of storytelling, it's easy to forget details or make assumptions, and you're good at, at catching those so that oh. everybody gets the joke uh, by, well, by fully understanding it. I thought that it irritated you. Like you, one time I was asking too many questions, and you said to me, This is why I can never get through a joke. I said that? Yeah. <laughs> You know, before these podcasts, it, as you know, I used to uh, smoke maybe four or five blunts before we would do before we would do the podcast. So wait, I, are, I think I must have been super high. 
Are you referring that. to marijuana cigarettes? Well, sir? some people called them that. I know, but <laughs> we uh... listen to you, Mister Blunts. I bet you made <laughs> up the word Riz too, didn't you? Yeah. So I just did. was I was going to ask because it is the the final episode of that we're taping of the year. It'll probably drop at the beginning of this year next week, but. Have you put in some thought to how you're going to wrap up this year of podcasts with the joke? Or did you just randomly grab one out of your butt and you're going to hope for the best? It is straight out of the, the uh, <laughs> straight out of the buttocks, I'm afraid. Oh, Pat. But I think okay. you'll like it. All right? All right. Here we go. I always say that and then half the time you don't. But I think this one uh, is meritorious. <laughs> Three middle-aged women died. How do you like it so far? Okay. And they and they all went to heaven. No. Oh. As they reached the pearly gates, Angel Gabriel appeared and welcomed them. You will have a great time here, said Gabriel. Just ensure one thing. Never step on any of the ducks. The three women said, what? Never step on any of the ducks. Okay. So the three women entered the gates of heaven, and they saw at once what Angel Gabriel was referring to, because everywhere in heaven, walking around, there were ducks. What? Yeah, all over the place. <laughs> the next day, one of the middle-aged women stepped on a duck. Oh, no. Yeah. And it was an accident, but before she could say anything, Angel Gabriel appeared with the ugliest man it's a guy that would never listen to this podcast. He was so ugly. <laughs> Angel and I've Gabriel. Probably gone, I've probably gone out with him. <laughs> Angel Gabriel? Uh, no. no. So he appears with the ugliest man that this unfortunate woman had ever seen. And Gabriel said, I told you not to step on a duck. And your punishment is to be chained to this very ugly man forever. Oh, oh no. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, no. Yeah. A week later, another of the middle-aged women accidentally, you know what, stepped on a duck. Immediately, yeah, Angel Gabriel appeared again at her side with another really bad-looking dude and said... Worse than the first one? Oh, yeah. Twice as ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Twice as ugly? Yeah, twice. Uh, They did actually did a scientific measurement. And... uh, (laughs) I don't know how they do it, but they, they, they're pretty accurate. Wow. And that's, Gabriel that's said, a shame. I told you not to step on a duck. Your yeah. punishment is to be chained to this very ugly man forever. Well, Lisa, the third middle-aged woman was so traumatized by this that she took great care not to step on any ducks. Okay. And then after three months, the angel Gabriel turned up with this really handsome-looking guy. I mean, I I get the closest comparison I could make is Vince Werner, the aforementioned. I was just going to say that. That's the first image that came into my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And she was so traumatized that she couldn't believe this guy's just a stud. Big pecs, oil body, um, muscles like mine. I mean, really built. (laughs) And and a full head of hair. And the woman... Asked Angel Gabriel, am I going to be chained to this man forever? Angel Gabriel said, yes, you are, because he stepped on a duck. Okay, that 
That was awesome. Oh, Way to wrap the year, Pat. I'm very oh, proud of you. We'd like for all of you to join us as we go back to the years, back to 1920, where the flapper era and probation. 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 And no drinking in the excitement of the happiness of the roaring 20s. Fly with us in your imagination. SOS, SOS, Captain, we are lost. Our ship is floundering in the sea by wind and rain we're tossed. Life puts here, life puts there, hear the streets and groans. The captain shouts all hands on deck and you hear a mournful moan. Oh, how I wish I was in Peoria, Peoria tonight. Oh, how I miss those gals in Peoria, Peoria tonight. Why did I ever roam with sailor boys? I should have stayed back home in Illinois. Oh, how I wish. I was in Peoria, Peoria tonight. On the freeways we must drive, much to our chagrin, in our tiny foreign car so small and made of tin. Other cars go speeding past so fast that they could fly. Just before the dreadful crash you'll hear this mournful cry. Oh, how I wish I was in Peoria, Peoria tonight. Oh, how I miss those gals in Peoria, Peoria tonight. Why, you can pick those morning glorias right off the sidewalks of Peoria. Oh, how I wish I was in Peoria, Peoria for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Oh.